0: released in the year 1973. Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. I'm telling you, although I was not born this uh, time that this uh, song was released, I must tell you that this song always gets me in the right places. You know, I was just moving and just swaying and I'm just like, yo, who's going to be singing and dancing with me to such music? Well, I'll let you know when the day happens. Um, This is Late Night Conversations. It's time for us to get into the closet conversation. You know what this means? If you're under the age of 18 please do not be tuned in because we are about to get really saucy sexy and really hot because it's closet of conversation so all under 18s Bye! It's time to shut the front door and open the closet. Let the adults play for a while. I'd like to welcome our A-Team guest, Jonti Cyril, who's the founder of Eros Life. Jonti has over 25 years as a healer, therapist and teacher. And in the last 14 years, he has specialized in the field of conscious sexuality, expanding sexual experiences and consciousness. That's the man we're talking to today. A warm welcome to you, John T, and thank you very much for gracing the airwaves with us again.
1: Thank you, and thank you for the opportunity to share.
0: John T, there's a, a beautiful article that you wrote, um, or a blog that you wrote, about pleasure we fear. I'd like you to please take us uh, through this, because it sounds like such a contradiction. Pleasure is not something we should be fearing, especially sexually, but... It's clearly something that is happening with most of us.
1: Yeah, we do feel pleasure. Um, and what becomes interesting is actually to kind of distinguish pleasure and orgasm as a really interesting starting point. So most people have what we call friction sex and have very goal-oriented sex. And the goal of that is an orgasm. And the friction part is really just one body part rubbing against another. And as soon as we're in that co-oriented experience, we become, firstly, less present because we're doing whatever we have to do to get to that goal. And for a lot of us, that actually becomes sex of the mind, not sex of the body or sex of the heart, because it's the thoughts, the fantasies, whatever we need to do to get that goal. And pleasure is something that's actually quite different. Not that orgasms are not pleasurable. And I'm not saying that I would never say that you shouldn't have orgasms. But if that's all that there is, that just becomes very, very limited. And we tend to fear the vulnerability of pleasure and the emotion of pleasure the deep connection and the intimacy of pleasure. And we fear pleasure because of the freedom that it brings us, because when we start living lives of, of greater pleasure, and that's not only sexual pleasure, but the fullness of the pleasure of life, we really start to question a lot of how we live. We question relationships, we question how we work, we question money. We even start to question governments. We start to question um, so many social institutions. And that becomes quite a a scary thing because lives of greater pleasure bring greater freedom.
0: Hmm. Very interesting, this, uh, John T., the fact that uh, it should not just be about friction sex, but it should go over and above that. Now, talk to us about how do we break that mold and barrier of fear when it comes to us exploring our sexuality. Hmm.
1: So when we really want to explore our sexuality, we have to reveal ourselves. We have to be vulnerable. We have to talk about what it is that we really desire, what we really want. And part of that then becomes what we really fear as well. Because when I lay myself bare like that, I'm opening myself to incredible and deep rejection, the possibility of that. I'm opening myself up to enormous level of, of judgment from you. And that can be a really scary thing. So we firstly, we have to reveal ourselves. And then we have to be very clear on the intention that we're bringing to sex. And this is huge, because when we start going beyond just that kind of orgasm-oriented sex, and we start being very clear on the intention, that's when we actually have to start having sex differently. Because if, if we want a different experience, we have to actually do something different. So then we have to learn. And for a lot of people, and especially I think this impacts on men much more than on women, because men think that they know everything that there is to know about sex, and especially South African men. Um, And there are a lot of really good lovers out there. There's no question of that. Um, But we have to start learning. We have to start learning how to do this differently. We have to understand the difference maybe between and making love um, and
0: where does the heart fit into all of this we are talking uh, to John T. Cyril who is the founder of Eros Life and uh, the topic of discussion is the pleasure that we fear and we are also going to go into the curious. Curiosity of love and pleasure because they're all interlinked. If you'd like to ask your questions or you'd like to give us your understanding about um, uh, pleasure and fear, please do send a SMS, a voice note or a message to 0614-104-107 or you can SMS 41391. Remember, SMS is a charge at 150. The line number to call is 11714 Two zero zero six, alternatively, oh one one seven one four four oh four five. John T, you spoke about you know us making sure that we are at a place where we can take the sexual experience over and above the physical, but in so doing, we, we need to overcome our own individual challenges psychologically. How do we heal the individual mindset? And you made mention of South African men that this is one of the things that they struggle with. How do we heal individually in the mindset in order for us to be able to to go over the pain and enjoy the pleasure of uh, sexual intercourse? That's
1: a, that's a good question. So healing journeys often begin with acknowledging where we are, who we are what it is that we've done, the kind of sex that we have had, what we've done with and to our partners, emotionally and physically, both men and women. Um, and a big part of that becomes, from a healing point of view, looking at the hurt that we've experienced, the hurt that we have maybe caused others along the way, um, where we have misused our sexuality, where we've withheld our sexuality, where sex has become a punishment, or where not having sex has become punishment. punishment. So we start looking at things like that. And you know, in in this country, we have an incredibly high level of, of sexual and emotional abuse. And we need to look at all of us at The part that we've played in that um, and what we think we've done along the way that might not have been in our minds so terrible, but that really hurt someone else. Um, That's a huge part of healing. that.
0: Let me um, uh, remind our A-teamers that on uh, WhatsApp, they can send WhatsApps to 0614-104-107, or they can also SMS on 41391. John T. is uh, helping us to understand, uh, uh, you know, the fear that we need to overcome in order to experience pleasure sexually. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM, one oh six point one FM in Bombela. Late night conversations. One zero four two one zero seven nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. We are talking closet conversations and I'd like to remind you that uh, this uh, part of the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 because it is us adults are talking all things about sex. So please do allow us the space and the privacy. The number to dial if you'd like to send a voice note or uh, WhatsApp. It's on 0614 107 1, 104 107. Let me repeat that 0614. 4104-107. If you'd like to SMS, you can send to 41391. SMS is charged at 150. If you want to call in and ask Johnti a question, perhaps relate your story. It's on one 714 2006 Alternatively, on 01-714-4045. Johnti, we are speaking uh, the f- pleasure that we fear. There are a lot of women who will uh, cry and say, I hardly ever get an orgasm when I'm having mm-hmm. intercourse with my partner. But when I'm masturbating, I will have an orgasm and it won't even take five minutes for me to reach that pinnacle. Could this be aligned with some sort of fear, anxiety, or is it a lack of skill from the partner?
1: Um, you no, know, it's very often linked to emotions because as soon as there's a partner, is Vulnerability, and for a woman to have an orgasm, she has to reveal herself um, from the sounds that she makes, from what her body does. Um, She might be concerned that that is taking time, and she feels pressure to do that. So that's very very. During self pleasuring, women will have orgasms, very very easily. But for the partner, not so much because of the vulnerability, because of the heart that is, that has to be involved. And in my practice, I've worked with so many women who experience this. And um, the biggest thing is getting comfortable with their sexuality, with the feelings that they have and allowing themselves to really feel what they feel. Um, in the fullness of that and allowing the emotional feeling, and. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually part of the healing of that.
0: So, one would need to obviously go in and and get um, assistance to be able to actually get over that particular anxiety and fear and and enjoy the sexual experience.
1: Yeah, because there are general patterns, but there's also very specifics. You know, your life has been your life, and in the uniqueness of what you have experienced. That's brought you to the point of of where you are in your life. All of us have have had those. We've all lived our lives. And in that, there's a uniqueness that's brought us to where we are and the experiences that we've had. But there are also certain patterns. And a lot of healing work comes from understanding a principle. When you understand the principles of that, then you can apply that In a lot of different situations. Um, But generally, it's something that you would need some help working out and releasing.
0: Ladies, I'd like to hear from you, even from you gents, uh, when it comes to the pleasure that we fear. And and then let's see what uh, John T can do to assist us to overcome these fears, because really they do give us a lot of hang-ups. I know um, this is why we have the Closet Conversation. So dial in on 614 107 for those WhatsApps. Let me see here. Okay. Now, Jonti when I'm looking at curiosity of love and pleasure what are we talking Mm -hmm. about here? Um, There's a progression that I teach that starts
1: with the idea of being curious about something so being curious about your body about your genitals and then that that goes that progresses into um, interest Interest becomes fascination, fascination becomes wonder. And I wrote a piece about this that was very much saying that this is one of the most important elements in sustaining a relationship, is to be able to stay interested in your partner, Um, not just living a life out out of habit and pattern, but really being interested in each other. And when we can be sexually and emotionally interested in each other, we actually have incredible building blocks in that for a lasting, sustainable relationship. Because if we're not interested, if we don't have that with each other, if sex isn't interesting, if sensuality isn't interesting, if your body doesn't interest me, then... I'm not there, I'm not present, I'm not committed to anything, and I am going to go and find something that interests me." So it's kind of like if you're watching something on Netflix and you're not enjoying the movie, you're going to change the movie. So to stay interested in each other and interested sexually is such a huge part of sustaining relationships. And it's something that we consciously need to, to work with and cultivate, because it doesn't happen by itself. We need to stay interesting people, which means we need to learn about ourselves. We need to expand ourselves so that I am bringing more of me to share with you. You bring your, more of you to share with me And we had this beautiful expansion of love, of excitement, of intimacy, of exploration, and of adventure with each other.
0: Oh, that sounds exciting. And I think we need a bit of a musical break. When we come back, I want you to please just take us to some point as to how do we keep that curiosity alive? How do we stay on our toes when it comes to being excited with each other? We are speaking to John T. Serrell, who's the founder of Eros Alive. And um, he's uh, a healer, therapist, and also um, teaches in the field of conscious sexuality. We don't just want to be sexual beings, but we want to be consciously sexual sexual beings so that we can fully understand and enjoy the pleasures instead of the fears we are looking at pleasure that we fear and also the curiosity of love and pleasures the number to dial are uh, 011, 2, 11 714 alternatively 11 you can whatsapp us on 614 or sms on 41391 Late Night Conversations to me. I'll be good to you. That's what George Benson says. And that's what we're talking about today. Exploring uh, the pleasure that we fear and also curiosity of love and pleasure. It is very important for us to look at such things. How do I become good to you? How do you become good to me? How do we become good to each other? What are the things that are holding us back? Why have we lost that spark in our relationships? Well, that's what we are talking about here on Late Night Conversations. Our guest is Jonty Cyril, who's the founder of Eros Life. Let me tell you, Jonty has 25 years of experience as a healer, a therapist and teacher. And in the past 14 years, he has been specializing in the field of conscious sexuality. Yes, conscious sexuality and expanding sexual experiences and consciousness of which is quite important when it comes to healing healing and uh, understanding why you might fear certain pleasures and also being able to reignite the flames in the bedroom. So make sure that you come in with your questions. I've, I've seen an, uh, an SMS come in here. I'll ask John T about it a bit later on, on how to ignite that curiosity. And uh, those ambers, of, of, uh, ambers in the bedroom must come back, whether it's the bedroom or wherever you choose to have your sexual pleasures. Um, the number to dial. I'll remind you, is 011-714-2006. Alternatively, 011-714-4045. For SMSs, send them to 41391. WhatsApps go to 614 104 And on social media platforms, at SFM Radio at Patricia N. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Nduhli. Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. We are talking uh, pleasures that we fear and the curiosity of love and pleasure with uh, Jonty Serrell, founder of Eros Life. And um, the number to dial for your SMSs is 41391. For WhatsApp, it's on 0614104107. Jonty, we've got some questions here from our A-teamers. The one is asking and saying, can your guest please elaborate on tantric sex and Indian sex arts? This is from Sagila.
1: Okay, so firstly, when people talk about tantra, it's important to understand that there are two streams of tantra in the world, and when people hear the word tantra, immediately they're connected with sex. Traditional tantra is a very deep and ancient spiritual tradition that's practiced in a very definite, in in, in quite a strict fashion. It's taught in a in a in a lineage from information is passed from teacher to student, and what we call tantra is is actually traditional tantra. So the correct term, firstly, is really neo-tantra, and that's something that has been um, developed since about the 60s, a little bit before that in the world, and that covers a range of sexual practices, and a part of that is connecting sex and spirituality. So the goal of these neotantric experiences, or the intention rather than the goal, is more about intimacy and sexual energy than about orgasm. It's very much about the heart, it's very much about emotion, and it's very much about a deep connection and experiencing the sexual energy in your body and in your partner. So it's very different to the goal-oriented friction sex that that most people have.
0: And then there's another one here saying, Hi, Patricia, please ask Jonty if it's normal to squirt after sex. This is happening to me. After seven years of marriage, we're both loyal and enjoy each other.
1: Mm, that's absolutely beautiful. So what what this person is talking about is, is something called female ejaculation, and the, the kind of porn term for that is squirting. So almost every woman can learn to do this, and it's a beautiful experience. Sometimes it's deeply pleasurable, it um, brings a lot of sexual energy, sometimes a deep emotional release, and it's an absolutely beautiful experience to enjoy. So I think the fact that you're experiencing it is just wonderful.
0: And uh, why, why would one start uh, experiencing it seven years into marriage, as this uh, SMS has, has put it? Is there a particular um, reason? Yeah, I don't know that there's one definite reason for that. So when you're really
1: comfortable with a partner, when you're really going to be vulnerable and let go, because that's a big part of being able to ejaculate for a woman, that you need to feel really comfortable. You need to feel really safe and your body needs to really let go. Um, it requires quite a lot of G-spot stimulation because the fluid that's ejaculated is actually produced by your G-spot. And over time, that's something that that may develop and, um, and awaken in someone. But there's not just one single reason for that. Mm. Okay. And, you know, the more we start kind of looking at, at reasons and, and analyzing things, sometimes it takes us away from the experience. And I'm not saying that it's not important because that's how we learn, that's how we understand things. But not to get too caught up in in the mind of it, rather enjoying the experience of it is much more important.
0: Very true. Another SMS here from Russell and Peter Maritzburg says, Hi Patricia, how can I heal as a man who was sexually abused and rejected by girls? How do I restore my sexual confidence? Mm.
1: That's a, it's a big journey for men, and it's a, it's a really sad thing to hear that, men, that anybody has experienced that. And it's a journey that does take time. It's so important to understand that, that healing takes time. It doesn't happen in, in five minutes. When we've been hurt like that, when our hearts have been hurt, when our bodies and our nervous systems have been hurt, it takes time for us to heal and the healing journey for something like that requires us to work with the mind and with the body so to see a good a good therapist a good practitioner of whatever way you choose um because there are definitely different streams for this is really important and really helpful and for a man to be willing to do this is beautiful and so important because so many men struggle with sexual issues and problems and won't acknowledge them, won't even talk about them or won't even admit that they exist.
0: John, Jontai is still there? Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Okay. Let's go to a voice note here. Hi, good evening uh, SAFM and the listeners. Um, I'm Nabi Pasha and I just want the gentleman to actually explain the concept of um, post-coital narcolepsy. Because this is actually one thing that um, we're struggling, we meant because it's, it's our downfall. It's our downfall. I'm sure the explanation will actually say a lot to many people. And it's going to explain things that we've always wanted to hear.
1: Okay. Um, you're going to have to help me there because I couldn't hear that very clearly. All
0: right. Maybe let's play it again because uh, he uses a term. Let's just play the first part of it. Hi, good evening, uh, SAFM and the listeners. Um, I'm Nabi Pasha, and I just want the gentleman to actually explain the concept of um, post-coital narcolepsy, because this is... So he's asking about post-coital narcolepsy. Okay,
1: so basically that's when you fall asleep after six. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and... For a lot of men, that's what happens after an ejaculation because it takes so much energy to have the ejaculation that you kind of get wiped out. So in the Eastern sexual practices, you actually learn to keep the sexual energy in your body, to circulate it and to keep that vitality in your body. Where it causes so many problems is that so many women after sex feel so vulnerable, they feel so intimate, they feel so loving, that that's when they really want to talk, that's when they want to cuddle, that's when they want intimacy. And this is where men need to learn to do this differently, um, to keep that energy there so afterwards they can talk to their partners. And that's a a really, really important thing for a lot of men to, to realize, not just kind of have this ejaculation and turn over and say well thank you very much and they're in dreamland
0: so there are techniques to assist men when it comes to this
1: sure Um, Sure. a lot of it is, is learning about your sexual energy and learning how you can move that through your body and also understanding that for a man orgasm and ejaculation are not necessarily the same thing so men can have orgasms without ejaculating and Understanding that it's the ejaculation that ends the sexual experience, not the orgasm. So men can actually learn to be multi-orgasmic and have more than one orgasm. Um, So learning these and and then practicing these techniques um, makes such a huge difference to the skill that a man has as a lover.
0: Explain to us the differences between uh, the orgasm and the ejaculation for a man, and, uh, and 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 how can a man be able to separate the two? Because as far as we are we are taught as society, once a man um, comes, then that's it, and we don't yes. know whether it's an orgasm or just the ejaculation or both. But
1: mm. So for most men, every time that they've had sexual experience, from the time that they started touching themselves at whatever age they were they had an orgasm and they had an ejaculation. So in most men's minds, they put those together as the same thing, but they're not because you can have orgasms without ejaculating. So ejaculation is the release of of sperm, of of semen. Um, And you can learn to actually keep that fluid in your body. So instead of ejaculating it, you can actually move that and keep it in your body that's the ejaculation that wipes men out, not the orgasm. Orgasms can actually be quite invigorating and vitalizing rather than, than draining. So it's learning to work with firstly strengthening your pelvic floor muscles, which are the muscles that control, um, control that, and making those muscles really strong so that they can deeply relax. And then also learning that sex is more of an energy experience than a physical experience. And then we're able to move that energy through the body. So instead of it just kind of moving outwards, out your genitals, you can actually move that in your body, up certain energy channels, and that gives you much greater control of that energy, which helps you be a fantastic lover because... Generally, the longer that a man can last, the more pleasure he's going to give his partner.
0: Very interesting. Gents, there's no need to fall asleep and go into La La Land after you've had that uh, ejaculation and orgasm. There are techniques that you can learn, and Jonti is your man. Jonti, we've just uh, had the difference between an orgasm for males and ejaculation. There's also an ATMOs asking if you can please um, give the difference between making love and having sex. That's mm. um, always an interesting question. So I've come to
1: define sex as a goal-oriented genital activity, and the goal of that is usually an orgasm. So again, that goes back to kind of where we started this conversation, which was talking very much about the idea of, of, of just friction sex. Making love says that at the end of the experience, there is going to be love. There's going to be more love than when we started is going to be more love present. And if it's about making love, then that's very much about the heart. That's about connection. That's about intimacy. And orgasm might not necessarily be a part of that. So it's bringing a very different concept to the experience. It's much more about an intention than the goal. And then it's much more about what we call heart-oriented sex than than goal-oriented sex because it's coming from the heart. So it's much more about intimacy and closeness and touching and breathing and looking into each other's eyes. And this is so interesting because if you want one thing that's going to make sex more intimate, open your eyes and look into your partner's eyes. You know, most of us have sex with our eyes closed. And as soon as we do that, we're in our own little worlds. So just open your eyes and look at your partner and just hold them with your eyes. There is such power in that, such amazing intimacy. Hi, Sensei. Hi, to your guest. Uh, uh, now I'm relieved that uh, this issue of sleeping after a soccer match is not only my problem it's uh, each and every household is a problem uh, but now that the doctor is saying that uh, during during that time that's when the woman would be feeling vulnerable or wanting more in a nutshell so what can i then do to make sure that after that football match uh, i'm still able to wear my soccer boots and go and kick the ball again <laughs>
0: Um, I love the analogy, Johnny. Don't you just love that analogy?
1: <laughs> that's very cool. That really is. Um, so understand that it's firstly not only about sex. So it's not only about what you can do with a soccer ball, but it's what you can do with everything else that there might be there. And it's not only about penetration. So sometimes it'll really just be about a lot of cuddling, a lot of talking, um, and that's where where the intimacy really is. And that's where we find fulfillment, is in the intimacy, not so much in the sex. So I'm going to make a very generalized statement here. As men and women, we tend to be wired a little bit differently. And as a generalization for men, the more that I have sex with you, the more that I love you. For women, the more the heart works, the more the sex happens. So when we understand that, we can understand it's much more about her heart that's looking for for um, for attention there, not just her genitals and her body.
0: John T. N. A. T. here is is asking, can you please um, give us an explanation here? He says... Can sexual intercourse transcend the physical element and tap into the spiritual realm? This is from Anonymous A. Tima.
1: Absolutely, and that's really the real power of, of, of sexual experiences. So think about, if you talk about something that's spiritual, that's about expressing something that's divine. That's expressing something that is the nature and quality of a god or a goddess if you were gonna make love with a god or a goddess, what would you do in that? How would you do that? That's different. Um, Think about how how you would approach the body as prayer with the most incredible reverence that you would look at your lovers so differently. You would really see them as an expression of the divine. You would touch them so differently. If you're going to put your hand on a goddess, how are you going to put your hand there? You're going to do it with reverence. You're going to do it so gently. You're going to do it with such honoring. If you're going to kiss a goddess, how would you do that? You'd do it with such amazing presence. And if you're going to enter and penetrate a goddess, that would just be an act of absolute prayer. So you do that in a a very ritual way. Um, And you do it in a way with enormous presence, with the intimacy of really looking into each other's eyes, of breathing deeply, of understanding that that's an expression of making love.
0: There are many ways that we need to look at this, but definitely there is a spiritual connection to the physical. Atima here says, "Good evening, Patricia, and your guest. I really like this conversation. This is because me and my partner went through the same issue. I tried mixing oral with my sex um, with her, and it did the job for us. We both reach our our climax every time now, and I think it is important not." To form habits because sex becomes boring after a while. I'm open to trying new positions and shifting dominance roles in bed. I change it up all the time with my woman and always surprise her. We might look like normal people out on the streets, but we are freaks in the bed. (laughs) That's That's what the a teamers are saying. So they are definitely making sure that uh, the curiosity of love and pleasure is uh, kept abreast. Yeah,
1: that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And that's the power of it, because when you keep doing that, you stay interested in each other. And then your love expands, and it grows. And that's how you sustain relationships, and that's how you sustain connection with each other. That's Mm. just so beautiful to hear.
0: And the intimacy needs to go over and beyond just the bedroom. It should be a a, a continual thing from the way we talk to each other, the way we interact with each other. I think that's where it it, it starts. Yeah. And
1: intimacy is is the glue that holds everything together, that holds a relationship together. So when you really cultivate intimacy and understand what you need to do for that, that it needs to be a, a conscious practice. It doesn't happen on its own that's when it becomes so different. And that's where we create the safety to really share ourselves and each other.
0: T for our A-teamers who are listening right now and might need some healing or some um, practices that will help them with the the, the pleasure in their bedrooms, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Um, Through my website, which is www.eroslife.co.za I'm on Facebook as John T. Searle Instagram as John T. Searle Um, I'm doing a free webinar tomorrow night Uh, The information is on my Facebook page or you can message me for the link Um, and I'm an easy guy to find (laughs)
0: Thank you so very much, Jonti. We really appreciate you coming to give your time again on the Late Night Conversations. Thank you, and I just wish you all so much pleasure. Thank you very much. We wish you the same. And that's how we close off the show. But no, no, no. We're going to give you some good music first. We're going to give you some good music to ease you into that uh, pleasurable mode. I know a lot of you are probably going to start getting it on. So let me leave you in the safe hands of your partners. May goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success.